In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast... Mm, what's a P word, Travis? My podcast... Oh, we're, all, we're always going to do alliteration? Uh, I guess it... No, I just always... I um, just, that's, my, that's my thing right now. Po- my podcast, Pug. I already you did that. One. You did that one. You're an undercover pug lover. You have, like, you have so much time I know. in between it. Like, <laughs> You'd you think know. I would plan this out, but I don't. But anyways, welcome to Comic Exposure. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast partner in crime is one... Travis Ratz. Travis Ratz. Uh, on the Comic Exposure... Uh, what? The Travis Ratz. The Travis Ratz. Yeah. The that's one right. and only. Yeah. I'm sure there might be another T-Rizzle out there. T-Rizzle? T- I go by T-Rizzle. All right. Yeah, yeah, I go by T-Rizzle. Rat, ratty if you're nasty? Yeah. Is that what uh, it is? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, on the Comic Exposure Podcast, we bring folks on. We usually talk about a graphic novel or a trade, uh, and we uh, do like a comic book club. But every once in a while, usually every other episode or somewhere in there, we bullshit about comic books and uh, nerd stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're going to get... We're gonna get- White and nerdy. Was that Weird Al? That was that? Weird Al, yeah. Well, think of a parody song that's not... Give me a parody song that's not by Weird Al. Mm. Don't, don't do it. Don't show me how... how <laughs> like, you know what, what I like? You uh, know my stuff? Was, mm. You know what I really like, which is a local? So it doesn't apply. It was... Um, remember that uh, uh, Flowbot song? I can ride my bike with no handlebars. No handlebars. I have no, no idea what you're talking about. All right, anyways. They did it years ago. They did a spoof. Like, it was like some local person, but it went like Nashville goes... I'm the biggest douche at the Scottsdale bars. At the Scottsdale bars, is that pa- how can how can someone be a, like the biggest douche at a Scottsdale bar? It's got to be like a gargantuan. Oh douche. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's got like four affliction shirts that he's just like <laughs> he's sewed them yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was wearing them one underneath the other. He's like, in case shit gets rough, you just take it off. He's still uh, yeah, badass. That's right. Uh, so we, this is um, this is actually you know what? Let's take, let's take, let's take a time. We didn't get to yeah to talk about this last. Uh, episode because we did a, a trade episode, uh, Bitch Planet, with the ladies on there. Which, you, if you haven't listened to, check that out. Uh, very uh, political, not actually not at all, but it was. Um, uh, I thought it was a good discussion on like feminism. The, yeah, yeah. There yeah, was yeah. so much stuff in that book yeah, that we yeah. didn't get to talk about. Yeah, but. no, it was it was it was a good discussion. I'm, I'm, I was it actually went longer. It was the only one we actually the only episode we actually had to cut a few minutes out of because it just. We turned into a pumpkin after a certain amount of time, but yeah, the website doesn't like it. Uh, but um, you know, this is last December, uh, early last December is when we when we started this podcast. Yeah, so, so this this month marks our one our one, one year, year anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary, buddy. Happy anniversary to you yeah. too, sir. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like I've, we've been in a really strange long term relationship. Yeah, well, this is the longest relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm glad I'm glad I could be there for I, you. I, I bought, I, I'm, I'm ready to move you in. I just I'm nesting. I bought a. You bought a new couch, and you know what? It looks like you could do some wild and crazy stuff on that couch. So the next lady in Travis's life is going to enjoy that couch. That's right. It's It's going to happen. Reclining electric. Ooh, Um, electric. Yeah, boogie, 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 boogie. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I just want to take a moment and celebrate. You you have to celebrate these things in life. You do. You have to celebrate these things So if you haven't, ladies and gentlemen, we have like a year's worth of podcasts on trades and bullshitting about stuff that you should go back and check out, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Maybe you haven't watched the Daredevil series on Netflix yet, or maybe you just finished it because you lived under a rock, right? or you had a thousand other things to catch up on. Uh, go watch it and then listen to our podcast on it. Yeah, or, exactly. I understand Because we understand the idea of, um, you know, we get spoiler heavy on, on the trades we discuss because we yeah. want it to be a book club. So uh, totally understandable if you don't want to listen to episodes because you haven't read the trade yet and it's something that you want to read. Uh, I know some people um, uh, uh, talk to me about like, oh, I listened to it, and then it makes me want to go read that trade. Yeah. Um, and then other people are like, oh no, I'm trying to catch up. So you know, whatever the flavor is, we got, we got, we got. Yeah. That's what these variants are about. In between these trades, you, know, you can just listen to us talk yeah. if that's listen your thing. Ears. Yeah. Exactly. What? Are you wearing a? Is that a Ralph Lauren shirt you have on today? Uh, it is. is it is it? Yeah, yeah, it's Ralph Lauren. Yeah. Usually, usually you wear much nerdier stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, for podcast I'm like, days. Well, I'm at PJs. You are. <laughs> we are. We're at Travis's. We're at Travis's place tonight. 
Yep. It's always it's like a it's the bachelor pad. Yeah, it's the place to be. Sunday night podcast. Yeah, always yeah. great. So uh, it is it is December and it is yeah. t- t- the season to be nerdy. Um, and uh, we, you know it, Christmas is a special time for nerds is because you get to um, spend money on stuff you yeah, wouldn't you normally spend buy. Money on stuff you wouldn't normally buy and. It's a time of the year if people know you're nerds, yeah. Then that's what they get you for like Christmas. It's like uh, you you open up your gift and you're like, oh, cool, a bust of uh, uh, you know um, Tank Girl. Oh, this is <laughs> something I would never buy because it's a complete waste of money. But I, I I guess you ran out of ideas and I love it. <laughs> right. Uh, it reminds me like so when I was Emma when I was in college. Well, I actually uh, I've been a history teacher for a long time. And then my mom would always get me Civil War books or like history books for Christmas. Right, like you're sitting in like a dimly lit room. Yeah, just reading history novels or like history books all the time. And I had to tell her, I'm like, Mom, I'm not reading these. You got to stop buying me this. You got to. I can't read that many history books. I have four copies of... uh, Angels and uh, what's, what's <laughs> that? Uh, I know which one you're talking about. Killer Angels, yeah, Killer Angels. Uh, but it was always like it was always like s- random Civil War books she would find at like Barnes and Noble or something like that. Like, oh, Josh. One time she got me like an encyclopedia of like Civil War photographs. Ooh, that's actually actually pretty cool. Yeah, but you know what's cooler? The internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it, oh. I, there we go. She was like, "Can you use it? You can use it in your classroom." I'm like. I gotta make copies of it. If I just, I can just pull it up online. Yeah, and yeah I can show it there. And it's gonna be in high. It it's my, gonna be in HD, yeah, mom. HD, mom. Like, HD. She goes, I, I thought I told you to use protection. I know. And you're like, no, mom. It's, uh, yeah, fine. All right, whatever, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't get that anymore. But I, you know what? I don't. I get some nerdy stuff. I usually get like collections of stuff. Like, here's a book about here's you know Marvel superhero encyclopedia or stuff like that. No one has bought me like a crazy bust yet. Well, until this podcast, my my nerd. Um, is, is my nerddom has been pretty on the DL, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, uh, you're expecting this year? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't expect any gifts, but, um, um, yeah. So we, well, Josh, uh, texted me, uh, last night. Um, and when I sobered up this morning, I read it and I was like, Oh, this is a good idea. He yeah. Said, I've been talking about it on, on Twitter for a while. I've been posting my own stuff on Twitter. So I thought I'd get you in on the game. Oh, for nice. Night. Nice. Um, yeah. So he, he, what he asked me is, he goes, "What are your 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 top five uh, comic trades or comic? I, I'm not comic related, but like specifically comic comics that you would want on your Christmas list." Yeah. Like, so what would you want? The comic top? book Christmas yeah, list. Yeah. That's that's the hashtag I was using on Twitter. Hashtag comic book Christmas list. Yeah. Now, what do you think? What are what are the what are what are your criteria for looking? I mean, because we can go and buy a trade. We could. My, the stuff that I was looking at was like stuff I wouldn't buy myself. So, like on my list, there's like an omnibus. There's a couple other things yeah. that maybe I wouldn't normally pay for myself, yeah, or like uh, pricier items where you're like, yeah, uh, I can't justify spending this on a Tuesday afternoon yeah. to read this weekend. But I can. But I can justify someone getting it for me. So here are the things that you know, like that I was kind of thinking about. One uh, is is it something that I've already read. And I just want like a a, a better like version of yeah. like a newer version of uh, two. Is it something that uh, I've I've wanted to read, but the price point is a little bit more than like the fourteen ninety five that I just easily can click on and and yeah. feel okay with paying? Or is it something that um, uh, like new coming out that I know I'm gonna buy anyway? So it'd be great to get it as a gift uh, yeah. in the upcoming month. I think so, I think my list is pretty similar to that yeah. same sort of thing. So, um, well, without further ado, uh, you want to get into the list? Uh, d- now, I'll let you go first. We'll go one for one. <clears throat> oh, one for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can and, do that. Um, and do you have it in a specific order? I don't. Mine's in no specific order. So okay. mine's not in I, I want this the most. So here's, here's, my, here's my number one. Here's my number one. It's not number one like because it's the number one thing, but uh, this, is, this is single issues. I'm talking, I'm, this is my – usually it's a trade, but this is three single issues uh, that are not in trade. And it it shows my nerdy side. Uh, in the '80s, Marvel put out a, uh, a a comic book adaptation of the movie Dune. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and Dune is like one of my. It's like that sick movie for me. So whenever yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sick, I put Dune on. Like when I'm when I have like the worst fever ever, and I'm like hallucinating. Nothing, nothing better than some I'm, diary in Dune, right? Yeah, because that, that way you can go like throw up or shit without you. Like you know, yeah, it's gonna, oh, you know, I know exactly heart. what's gonna yeah. happen. Uh, but that's like one of my. It's one of my. Even though it's 
terribly cheesy and it doesn't live up to the books. And I love the books. Like I've, mm-hmm. I just reread the books over the summer, the first three. Um, but Marvel has an adaptation of the first three. Like it's three issues. It's like a three issue adaptation of the movie. And I solely want it just because I've never seen it. I've only seen the covers. That's cool. But I, I that's Are that's they expensive. No, they're yeah, not. They're I, not that expensive. I guess they're probably like five to ten bucks an issue, okay. which I guess is expensive, but. Like for being an '80s comic book, right. that can I, can I tell you something? Yeah, that might make you hate me. I never saw the movie Dune. That's okay. That's okay. N- normal people haven't but, seen the movie. But no, but it's it's like on that list of like, oh, Dune. Like, dude, there are two movies in Geekdom that I'm I'm ashamed to say that I've never seen. One I tried to watch, and I guess this wasn't the headspace for it. I watched the first five minutes. Blade Runner and Dune. Oh, those are two of my faves, dude. Yeah, yeah. I haven't but seen. Blade Runner's tough. Blade Runner's tough. Like, um, it's long. Yeah, and it's pretty slow. Yeah, for there's the most like part. four different versions of it. Yeah, yeah, there are. Um, so uh, for Blade Runner though, is Harrison Ford the main character in it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's the main dude. Okay. Um, so that's good. Uh, that's I, I like that. I I do like the idea. I was thinking about putting some individual traits in there. Maybe that's, I did. That's Maybe the I only. That's the only one I did where like those are issues. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. the rest of mine are kind of book okay. books. Uh, so one of the things that I have on my list, I'm just gonna go down the order from what I wrote, wrote them. Uh, I've read Dark Knight Returns. Um, I have it. Um, you know, it's 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 like four it's four issues, uh, but it takes you a while to get through them because it's it's heavy text, heavy text, and pretty heady stuff. And I remember reading it because I thought it was like essential reading for um, uh, you know uh, comic book fans, not just Batman fans. You know, it's always held yeah. up as the holy grail. Uh, and I and I enjoyed it. like it was it was it's a mature book and like it, there's so many themes and so many places. You look, and the dialogue is great and some there's some really great Batman moments and I love the art. Uh, some things I didn't love about it, and I, it was always a book where I was like, I liked it, but I don't, I don't know if it's like the holy grail. But at the same time, I think it's one of those where you have to come back to. It has so many layers. Yeah. And I also, um, I know the sequel to it is um, uh, the Dark Knight Strikes Back, mm-hmm. and that wasn't received as well. But it they're, follows they're number the story. three. Just number came three out. Just Dark came Knight out. And I think they're going to make it a continuing series. Or they're going to no. I think it's just a, it's a mini series. A again. three, but then he's going to do. He has. He, he said he has like a four plan and a five plan. You know, like he's been reinvigorated. Um, uh, Miller. Yeah. Um, uh, and so what I have is they have now they have the Batman Dark Knight Saga Deluxe Edition, which okay. contains the Dark Knight Returns and the Dark Knight Strikes Back. It's got a nice bat. It's really well bound. And I was like, it's like a hardcover. Yeah, that would be a good one to have on the shelf. You know, yeah. just like as like this is like a cornerstone. Uh, this is a you know series. So uh, that's why I have yeah. Watchmen because exactly. it's like a series. I yeah. you know I've, I read. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a, a geek truth that most geeks don't want to talk about. I have only read the first issue of The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, no, I only read it like a like a maybe like two years ago, and it was just time. so wordy. It, it is. It takes a long time Holy to get. Geez. You're like, oh, this is this isn't. I'm like, I got it in the mail. I was like, this is is. It's not very much for. And then they pack a lot of story <laughs> in there. They pack a lot of story in that book. Yeah, so um, go ahead. Hit All right, next one. So my next one uh, is the. This is going to show again. I'm gonna. I'm reaching back. I want uh, on my list is the uh, Commandy Omnibus Volume One. So uh, this is some. Um, um, you were buying singles of, Kirby. of issues of that. At, yeah, you were, you were looking for singles. Yeah, I have of a couple. Of, I have like year. probably six or seven single yeah. issues in there. Uh, but this is some classic Kirby. Last boy on earth, Kid Commandy, and he. Uh, yeah, explain explain to our audience why so I know what Kid Commandy is. Commandy is a DC character, uh, and it's like one of Kirby's weirdo creations where it's. Uh, I'm not sure if it's another dimension or not because I've only read snippets of it and stuff like that, but Commandy uh, essentially lives on a planet inhabited by animals, so anthropomorphic animals, and he is the only human left. Uh, and then, well, he meets like a couple other humans, but like he, it's kind of a Planet of the Apes sort of thing. Uh, but there's like a cat army and uh, cool. gorillas and now, a dog scientist. Are you buying it mainly for the art? Yeah, well, Anna, I have this sort of like love for bizarro '60s and '70s like weirdo stories. Yeah. So I, I was reading that other Kirby, uh, Kirby's like. Um, they're very, they're very pulp fiction. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's this, there's this real stuff where this Jimmy Ol, he used to do, you know, uh, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, and he did a run on that, and it's just really crazy 
70s stuff, 60s stuff, and it's just there's just fun. There's just like, would you say the art? Like, if you who've heard of Jack Kirby, they're like, oh, you know what? You know, I'm new to comics. I keep hearing the name Jack Kirby. If you've as seen an a Thor T-shirt, like where they like at Target or at some store, yeah, that's Kirby's Thor. Yeah, but would you say would you say that uh, Kickamandy is? Uh, like quintessential Kirby art, or is he veer from his, no, his house style? It is Kirby. Yeah, like okay. it yeah, is yeah. I guess everything there is, about it. There is it, Kirby is only Kirby. Yeah, like, Kirby he, is he, Kirby yeah. is himself yeah. house style. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he was he was Marvel back in the day, and uh, but then you know he jumped ship and gone and did work at DC and stuff, and that was his DC work. And it's a it's a everything I've what I've read about it. It's just like weirdo, bizarro stuff, and like. It's hard. It's a hard to find thing. It's way too expensive. But if someone bought it for me for Christmas, I'd be like, "That's right." Like it's out of print because right. DC doesn't keep their shit in print. Yeah, they drive me nuts. I know. I know. I well, don't understand how you don't like have something. But there's like you can buy the Dark Knight Rises anywhere. Mm-hmm. But Dark like, Knight Returns. Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, Dark Knight Returns anywhere. But you give or the Killing Joke. Anywhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a classic. Well, I found that the case with Marvel's the better app. I found out the case when I was trying to buy um, uh, uh, Craven's Last Hunt. Yeah, Spider Man. It was like the trades were like sixty bucks online. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're well, not reading this one. You did digital. digitally. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, my next one on here is, um, you know what? I, I um, this is I. It's uh, I I had heard about this one. And uh, I like the writer. Um, this is uh, Michael uh, Doherty's Krampus, the Shadow of St. Nicholas. <laughs> uh, Michael Doherty, he wrote on um, uh, X-Men 2, Superman Returns. Uh, he wrote that, like, that trick-or-treat movie. Yeah. Uh, that, that's kind of cool. So, I mean, like, you know, I don't know if he's the best script writer if you look at Superman, you know, like the, the Superman X-Men movies. But uh, you, you got, you got a, a writer who's, who's been in the shit and who's written some stuff. And I guess you know I I only know it's just it's basically Krampus. It, I, I I haven't read it or anything like that, but I thought it'd be fun. It'd be a fun read if someone gave it to you on Christmas yeah. and everyone's like winding down and you're full from your meal to keep it genre related yeah. and like read like a fun twisted dark Christmas story. You know, I think that would be a, a fun way. It's like to, watching Gremlins after yeah, you open yeah. presents. Right? And if you like it, it's something you can pass on to your kids every year. You, you gather them around your, the foot of your rocking chair and you read to read them from the Krampus. <laughs> the Krampus, <laughs> right? Uh, my next up is uh, the Hawkeye omnibus. So Fraction and Aja's run on Hawkeye. I want that omnibus. I'm going to go ahead and say that's my third one too. That's <laughs> on my list. That's on my list. I have that on there. Fraction, that fraction, David Aja's omnibus. Yeah. Uh, it is giant and I just need it all in one it's expensive. collection. Pricey. It's it is pricey. pricey. Yeah. Uh, but I want it. No, I, I, I want it because um, I want the collection, but I only read that first yeah, book I read the I first volume. and I loved it. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to go and buy all the individual, other individual trades. Like, let me just you know, add 30 bucks to what I would pay for the individual trades and get a nice on the nice, like, giant. Because I, I know I'm going to like it. I yeah. know I'm going to like it. If, if yeah. they're in the same vein as that first Hawkeye volume that we read oh, a couple great. of uh, podcasts ago, it's going to be awesome. It's fantastic. I mean, and it took... The problem is that I read it and ongoing, and so there's these big gaps between issues near the end, and so you're like, oh, crap, what happened? And so I haven't gone back and reread it as a whole, so I would like it in the omnibus to go back and reread it yeah. all, in, all in one shot. So that was my next one, and so you have the same one, yep. so that's that means I have, have to go again. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go a weird one. I'm going to go a weird one. Uh, it's called You Shall Die by Your Own Evil Creation. And it's a collection of comics by uh, Fletcher Hanks. And Fletcher Hanks was this 1940s uh, kind of pulp comic book uh, writer. And so uh, I, f- I came across his work. Um, there's a guy that I was uh, – there's a like an artist on Twitter I was following. And he's like – he runs a, a, a blog about uh, Gone and Forgotten, like it's old superhero blog where he does like really old issues. Oh, cool. Uh, his name's like John – his name's John Morris. He used to live in Tucson. Uh, but he goes under the name Calamity John, so uh, at Calamity John on uh, on Twitter, and he has a book out called Regrettable Superheroes, and it's a book of like all of these one-off weirdo like superheroes. Uh, and so I got it, and I lo- I loved reading about all these bizarre superheroes in there, uh, like more more to the month type stuff. Or yeah, it's just, like, like weird. It's just just weird, but like the Red Bee and like. Uh, Kid Dynamite and all these like yeah, yeah, yeah. weird, bizarro like P 
people you've never heard of before. These cool. superheroes you've never heard of before. And one of them in there was uh, this character called um, Phantoma. And it's this, like, blonde woman in the Amazon who turns into – whose face turns into a skull – and okay. like she murders people, like nice, she's a superhero, nice. and it's this really weird, like pulp golden age weirdo stuff. And everything I've read about this guy is that he he had this really short nineteen um, thirties, early nineteen forties run, so like late thirties, early forties. Uh, he's a, he was an alcoholic, uh, like and just an abusive alcoholic, and who did like the most bizarro stories ever. And so I want to go back and dive into these like really weird, pulpy, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like, up your alley, ancient comic book stuff that yeah. I really dig. That kind of weirdo genre, the, so. the history of the yeah, genre, and stuff yeah. like that. Speaking of um, uh, drunk alcoholics, <laughs> uh, this one, uh, this uh, trade, I, I kind of found going down the rabbit hole when I was, you know, just you know, following my comic book news and things like that. It's called. Um, Fante uh, Bukowski, uh, and it's a it's a trade. It's about this guy who kind of like in the Bukowski vein is like the character in here. He's he's um, uh, like a, a wannabe like serious writer, but he spends most of his time just drinking and you know in depravity and things mm-hmm. like that. So uh, you know the name alone, I was like, I love Bukowski, and so I was like, oh, this is something that. Uh, a trade I'd want to read, but I wouldn't necessarily put it up for being on the podcast. Uh, it's it's not an expensive price point, but it's something that I'll probably buy and read yeah. uh, in the upcoming future. And since Christmas is around the corner, I put it on my Christmas list. <laughs> All right, so that was your four, right? Yeah. Now, we're now on the, I'm on my five, yep. on my last one. Yep. All right. So my last one was a toss-up because there's two, two things that we've read on the podcast uh, that I want more of. And Image is doing this wonderful thing where they're putting out like hardcover collections of stuff, and so it's either and I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat and I'm gonna say I'm gonna do either or. Is that okay? Can I do that? That's fine as long as one of them is in mind because my my <clears throat> on my list my last one is also a continuation of something that we've read on this list. But I don't think it's the same as yours. I don't it's, think it's the same as yours. It's either gonna be uh, Saga Book One, okay. Or big hard sex criminals. Okay, so those were those were two that I, I want to read, and I was gonna put that saga on yeah. there as well. Um, go, but go ahead. Uh, so, so we read. I, I've read saga one, two, and three. Like I've read through. I've read up to four. You just. I've got five sitting in front of me right now, which is yours. But I only own one. I stole or borrowed the other ones from you to right. read. And so the book. Uh, so saga book one is larger print. It's a bigger book. It's hardcover. I, I want it all together. I want to read it all together and just flip through it. Because I got back one. I, I, let, I lent one out to um, our, what, uh, Eric was on the podcast. So I, I lent it out to Eric, I think, when we did, uh, when we talked about witches. So we had him on to do witches. Uh, and so I had lent him that. And uh, he I just got it back from him yesterday. And so I started rereading Saga issue, like volume one again. And I was like, oh, man. Yep, this is good. So I want I want the hardcover of that, or I want to read. I guess I could just buy the. But I read Sex Criminals digitally, right? Right. And so if I got book one, I'd get the first two volumes in physical form and a nice, hilariously titled "Big Hard Sex." Big Hard Sex Criminals. Yeah. I like the Big Hard Sex. I was thinking about Saga because I want to own. Like, I have all the it, the individual traits except for number one, uh-huh. which you let me borrow. Yeah. So I have all of them except for number one, and I was like, oh, it'd be nice to have that that. Yeah. Again, it's like that. Well, I wouldn't buy it myself, but it'd be nice, you know, to have exactly, it on there. Yeah. Um, I went with um, uh, my brother-in-law. I was talking to him the other day, and he was on the show, Chris, uh, yeah. for the um, uh, BPRD Vampires. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, what do I need to be reading?" And I was like, "Let me look at my shelf," because he, he listens to the podcast, whether he reads them or not. And he was like, um, "I think about what about Lock and Key?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, dude! Like I, I've been meaning to get the next Lock, lock and Keys, and I've seen online every time I go in because I, I can't click yeah. on it is the big slip cover. Yeah. Uh, so what a slip cover is is basically they take all their six volumes, six trades, and they put them in this nice slip cover that looks great on your bookshelf. Yeah. It, it's got a real good aesthetic to it. How much is that? It's it was like ninety. Now it's like sixty nine. No, that's not bad. Yeah, that's yeah, not bad. yeah. Well, especially if you're gonna buy six trades. Yeah. So you're, you're, it's like ten, basically. Like a little over ten dollars yeah. a trade, thirteen bucks a trade, or twelve bucks yeah. a trade, um, and so I was like, "Ooh, but I love slip covers. I, yeah. I, I, something about them, like putting yeah. it in there." Yeah, I had. A, I remember my. I want to get this from my. I think my mom has it. She has the Hobbit in a slip cover, 
and it's this this really rad like green leather bound right. yeah. like version of the Hobbit with gold leaf pages. That's sweet. And I I I, I need it. Uh, I need it. <laughs> I have a, the the Narnias in slip covers okay. there, but they're all it's like a it's just like the most basic slip cover. Yeah. It's like a little box, and then they yeah. they put them in there all beat up. But uh, yeah, slip covers, man. It's 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 something, something cla- about they, something they, classy they can, about they can charge cover, like right? an extra twenty five bucks for a piece of cardboard around this, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> is that recycled cardboard? All right, so that's our that's our comic book Christmas yeah. list. So you can email all of those gifts to us, uh, and we'll, we'll actually write to us. We'll give you our, our yeah, we'll direct our message address, you our our addresses, our address, and you can send and, us to uh, us. yeah. Uh, so we wanted we like two things, two other things we want to talk about tonight. How far how far are we in today, Travis? What kind oh, of time we got left? We've got um, about. Uh, let me be exact. We have half an hour left. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah. So that's about fifty. I you know about fifteen minutes for each thing. Right. If that's even enough to do this. Yeah. All right. So. Jessica, what, do you, what do you want to do first? Let's, uh, Jessica Jones uh, came out over, over the Thanksgiving weekend, and um, this uh, it, you know I I. I from what I've seen, it's been well received. Yeah, and um, it is the second installment on Netflix's Marvel uh, Defenders, Universe, yeah, Defenders run. Uh, yeah, and so we did a whole podcast on Daredevil variant. I don't know if I could talk about Jessica Jones for a whole podcast. Um, I would probably be repeating myself, so I'm kind of glad that we have a truncated yeah. amount of time here. So, uh, so first first of all, let's just do first impressions. How, yeah, uh, first of all, I want to know how you how you consumed it. Like, was it? Did you binge it? Did uh, you break it up? My wife and I probably watched about two episodes a night. Okay. So we watched yeah, yeah. it continuously usually every night about two episodes a night one night we might have been like screw it we're watching three episodes and we stayed up later than we should have but my wife and i watched it together most of the time we watched it before going to bed um and so yeah so it didn't take it probably about a week it took right. us a week to get through it yeah i did about four days yeah because uh, of that holiday weekend and i went down to visit my dad and so there was just a lot of he's sitting on the couch watch tv i'm plugged in my computer it was yeah. a real family bonding time <laughs> um, love you dad yeah uh so hey, you, go ahead give me your first impressions of, of what you thought uh, going into it what 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 did you expect and what were your first impressions so going into it i have i never read alias by uh uh it's mar oh, who is it it's uh bendis right bendis, Brian Michael yeah, bendis. Yeah, yeah. i never read uh i never read alias by bendis so i had no real understanding of the character at all what i know about luke cage is from like old school luke cage right with like power man days uh and so i didn't know a lot I, the only stuff i know about uh purple man is i know purple man from daredevil right um so i don't know a whole lot about any of the characters involved so i went in and i was really excited because we went into daredevil and you know daredevil you know like right. if you saw the old daredevil you saw the daredevil movie with ben affleck or if you read daredevil and we had just and read we had just read some old like like frank quint- miller yeah daredevil quintessential daredevil stuff i was at the time reading the current run of daredevil so like i had I'm saturated. Yeah, Matt Murdock. I yeah. knew who I wanted Matt Murdock to be. Walking into this one, I didn't know much about it except for like what I could find online, like what you need to know before you watch. Yeah, you know who's Jessica Jones, stuff like that. Uh, and I was really glad I went in blind. Mm. I was really glad. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. I don't think it was as good as I don't think it was as good as Daredevil. Uh, it was a totally different show than daredevil was mm. way more psychological um but i enjoyed it i thought it was really good i for i was impressed with how mature it was for right. you know for marvel uh and then i thought i thought, I thought overall it was really good what would you think yeah i i did the same thing uh i did not know uh what jessica jones was uh, as far as a character alien or alias people ask me what about this jessica jones so i go i don't know I like i thought you have a comic podcast i go it was in that those that Break. Early two thousand. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't took read wasn't reading wasn't reading comics, and so it's the first time I've been able to go into a comic book property not having any preconceived notions. And I didn't yeah. even, I didn't even do like the search like what is Jessica Jones. I just knew she was a detective of some sort, and she had some kind of relationship with Luke Cage, uh, who I don't really know much about, anyways. Yeah, Luke Cage. Um, and so I went into it, and I was like, oh, oh, you know, like okay, and I watched, I I enjoyed it. Um. It was one of those things where it's like I was trying to find excuses not to watch it each episode, like trying to find excuses to quit. But they they end the episodes really well. So I will, here's my, here's my my overall thing, uh, and uh, feel free to comment, rebuttal, or whatever it is. Okay. I liked everything about Jessica Jones except for Jessica Jones. Did you now? Did you like the performance of Jessica Jones? I didn't like the performance of Jessica Jones. I liked I liked the character. I liked I liked her her world. I just didn't like Kristen Ritter as Jessica. Oh, Jones. you know what? I didn't think Kristen Ritter was bad. I thought she did a pretty good job. 
I didn't like the character Jessica Jones. I liked everybody around the character yeah. Jessica Jones. The ancillary cast. And maybe maybe I haven't thought about it enough. Maybe the reason I I don't didn't like Kristen Rit- uh, Ritter as Jessica Jones because I didn't like Jessica Jones as a character. I, I thought like, she had like a really interesting arc. Like I thought Jessica Jones, the story was good. I liked the story. I liked everything it did there. I just I was like, is there anything really? redeemable like in the like through the whole thing you're like she just keeps making bad decisions right over and over again she thinks she's right but she keeps making bad decisions maybe that's just like human nature yeah yeah yeah. um but i don't know i yeah i i and i i think uh, maybe it's the way she played it or maybe it's just the character was overtly this on the page but it's just like i'm a hard drinking girl and like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna take that uh detective noir um, genre, and then, but this time, instead of being the femme fatale, I'm gonna be the detective. And I, you know, I don't think that Christine Ritter, like, I, one of the things I had a really hard time with was anytime she tried to do something physical, anytime, like, she was, like, showing off her strength, it was like watching, like, uh, this is gonna, say, um, the good the feminists aren't here from last week, like, a, like, a, like, a, a eight year old uncoordinated girl in gym class. Like, when she's trying to climb a ladder, you're like, you have super strength. Like you don't look like you've ever climbed a ladder in your life. <laughs> Are you punching something? That's how you punch. Like, like uh, it was. It was like it was. It was very. She's very dainty in all her movements, and she didn't carry herself like someone who could lift a car. You know, I would say it was. They've done a really good job in the two Netflix series of picking something that you don't need a lot of special effects for. Right. Right. They. You had like one brief glimpse of what it looked like through Daredevil's eyes. Otherwise. It was really just combat, right. right? Yeah, yeah. And they did a really in in, and then your enemy is Kingpin, who's just a big dude who's a gangster, right? And then in, in Jessica Jones, they did a really good job of picking a character who has super strength, but they didn't show her use it a lot, unless it was break. How many locks did she break in that TV oh, show? Yeah, so she, she's breaking locks left and right. <laughs> like there's like someone's walking around that city, being like, "God damn it, who's breaking, breaking all these locks?" locks? <laughs> like the cops are dealing with the yeah, lock yeah. They're breaker. like, "This is like this is like this is the eight bite lock today." <laughs> but she, but I would say that. Um, they picked a character where they didn't have to show in a story where they didn't have to show or use a whole bunch of super strength because you can't use super strength against a person who can control your mind, right? Right. So they had, there was like one episode where it was her versus Luke Cage and you saw for one big action sequence super strength. Right. And I thought that was good. But I think you're right. Some of the other times it was just like when they showed her jump really high, you kind of like yeah, you're like it. It, it, it seems like uh, it, it's it's like maybe they didn't spend enough money in making it seem like blend into the world, but it looked it just looked out of sorts. Like like the, the human body doesn't move that way. It's not yeah the jumping thing. Um, so I, I I had a hard time with the character of Jessica Jones, but like you said. I, I really love the world they built. Yeah. Uh, I loved all the characters around uh, around. And it's the first time you got to see superheroes bone, too. Exactly. So you gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, they went to town. Yeah. They were like, like oh, shit. Broke a bed. broken, and I can fucking break shit? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I didn't, I didn't, I don't know about the chemistry between them. I didn't, it I was, don't know if I, I guess, I guess it's not, I guess it's supposed to be kind of an awkward. Yeah, I think I so. Think, um, and then, because. At least from what I know, it doesn't look like their romance goes any farther than that. Okay. At least the way it looks for uh, Luke Cage's series that's okay. coming up. Okay. Uh, so can we just talk? David Tennant was fabulous, right? Yes, as Purple Man. As Kilgrave. Yeah. Kilgrave yeah. was – he was exceptional. Yeah, I, mean, I should keep saying Purple Man, but he really wasn't even – he wasn't referred to as a Purple no, Man. No, no. He was referred to as Kilgrave. But every two minutes. Yes. The work – like – Drinking, if you play a drinking game to the word <laughs> Kilgrave in this, you'll be drunk before like 10 minutes. Into but it the... was, but he is so good. He was great. Like the be- I think the best villain we've seen in a Marvel property. Um, really? I think he was, I think he was better yeah. than D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Yeah. Because you think about it, like, think of, I like D'Onofrio's. I'd have to, I'd have to watch that again to, to give you like a, a really un, unbiased answer and i love the purple man i think um, d'onofrio was like a really one note bad guy but mm. i think kilgrave i think tenet's kilgrave was like so nuanced so like there were times and we'd crack jokes and you'd be like 
I don't really hate this guy. Right. And yeah. then he'd do something just terrible, like make someone cut off someone's arms and put them in like in a garbage disposal. He, he reminds me of how they do the Joker in the Batman animated series when Mark Hamill was doing the Joker, where it's just like it's all fun. It's all fun and games. It's all good, you know. And like, <laughs> like you know, and like he would sometimes the Joker would go off on these weird like quests that had nothing to do with like his revenge for yeah. Batman. It was just like. I'm in love with this person, or like I gotta do this thing. Um, I love well, I love this motivation. There's that one episode. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go animated series. So the one episode where uh, some dude owes him a favor, right? You yeah. Remember that episode where yeah. like it's this it's this guy who lives in the suburbs owes Joker a favor, and Joker shows up and he's like, "You owe me a favor," yeah. and like <laughs> has yeah. him do the stuff for him. It, it reminded me of that, but I thought like they did. There were so many scenes, uh, like the scene in the police office. Yeah, that was, was great. The police station was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, this like the people he just made do stuff, like just just like throw like um, when he had the cop like walk now walk off the ledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, all this stuff yeah. was so like so intense. And um, when he like tells his mom like stab yourself for every oh, oh yeah, man, God. it was every crazy. year he abandoned me. It was yeah, like, you know, or something like that. It was like stab yourself, and it was just like. Oh yeah, he was great. He was and like, great. like uh, the lawyer like had her ex wife like cut her a thousand times mm, with this. I know this it was bladed so good. glass and oh, just so man. nonchalantly. It was just and crazy. but then it, it, and then in contrast to that, the scenes where he like he generally loved Jessica. Like, yeah, it was like, so like, bizarre. Like like it, like it's an abusive relationship. I you know I it's the whole thing is about like a, like an abusive relationship. You yeah, know, where it's like this. I'm sorry, I hit you. I only hit you because I love you, honey. Yeah, you know, like it, oh, I you I love you so much. It makes me so mad. Like you, this is the only way I can express myself. You know, and it was so bizarre. Like he redoes her childhood home. Oh, like I that know. whole scene that where they, great. that episode where they lived together. I was like, yeah. oh, this is. I fucked was like, up. oh, everyone had that Nirvana this poster. Is, this is fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. like, wow, <laughs> Jessica Jones and I. I had the same bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. And then the neighbor, when the neighbor yeah. comes over and talks oh, man. Uh, to him, and he's like, "Why would you say something like that?" Like, no, please. And she's like, and like "I'm insecure." And, and that was so like all those little moments were great. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Okay, so you know, I want I want a Hellcat show. Yeah, I thought I, I thought she was great. Patsy and, was and, great, and that's, or Trish and, and in the show. I, I was really surprised by that because normally that character, the hot blonde friend is like the most annoying character you usually get like the the the, the type of people who play that but character. she wasn't comic relief you mm. know what i mean there's so many things that she wasn't but nor she was, was she like like at first when she started like training i'm like oh my god are we gonna have like another black canary arrow <laughs> fucking thing going on because she is like the worst thing that happened to dc <laughs> comics in the entirety of the, the thing uh but um she she fit in really well like all her like all her motivation was like justified yeah um uh it was it was it was great it was great and and easy easy on the eyes too oh yeah easy on the <clears throat> eyes but she she like i want i want a hellcat show i wanted to don like the yellow well, cat yeah, outfit you loved hellcat you love hellcat that was one of the things i thought yeah, was yeah. like like that's i was like wow they're really building that really good so if jessica jones gets season 2 and i think it will cuz I just don't see now. I mean, I don't. I mean, the purple. If the if Kilgrave isn't in there, I don't know what kind of bench she has for villains. What's her bench like? Well, I don't. I, well, I don't think you need her bench for villains. I think there's enough like low level street crimey stuff that you could have. Or the next season's about her trying to figure out how she got her superpowers. Right. Um. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. I want. I want. Let's just go. Let's keep her. Let's put her in the back burner for the defenders. Yeah, you can have her pop up in other things. But this was like I said. I didn't like Jessica Jones, uh, and I liked the other characters. And Kilgrave for me carried this. Yeah. If you're gonna do, I don't know if I could watch 12 episodes without Kilgrave or a replacement that that fits. Now it doesn't have to be kill like a like the same style, but yeah. like someone who's gonna carry what Jessica Jones isn't for me. Well, I wonder if, like, because Jessica Jones, all she's doing is hunting this one person the entire time, if that's why you're like, I just don't, like, it just seems... I actually like that. I like really? how it was just one thing. You know, like, the Daredevil, like, uh, Daredevil had, like, four plot, the Russians, you yeah, had, like, that. Uh, I, I love the fact that it wasn't Villain of the Week. Yeah. I get, I get enough of that with Flash and Arrow yeah. and those shows. 
Um, well, I think it's kind of cool. You get to do like a nice 13-hour movie. Exactly. And you're able to get really deep. And that's what I like about both those Daredevil Did and, you... Netflix, and Jessica Jones. is It's not the villain of the week. It's yeah. a trade. It's a, yeah. it's a trade, but it's just done. Do you feel do, do you feel it ended too abruptly? That That's my only beef with it is the final scene with Kilgrave just ended, I thought, just too quick. Like, you spend all this time trying to get yeah. him, and then you just trick him into thinking he has well, control of you again. the second act is so long. Yeah. It's like, and then that third act, the, the day you want is, like, rushed and everything like that, and, and the tricking thing. Like, if you're going to spend that much time, cut the fat and spend more time on our um, on that, like, relief moment. On yeah. That, that moment. Yeah, I just, I just, it just felt like all of a sudden we found him, and then... We got him cornered, and then he's dead. Yeah, it just it just seemed really quick. That part seemed really quick for me. And like a next snap, which could have happened. Was the next snap? Was that what it was? Did he snap his neck? Did she snap his neck? Yeah, yeah. Which is like that's like six episodes ago. <laughs> she couldn't. Yeah, okay. Because she didn't. I like it was. Um, I don't know. I thought. I thought it was. I like. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice, really dark portrayal. So I'm glad I got to see it. I'm looking forward to a Luke Cage one. I thought he was kind of cool in there. I kind of liked his character. Um, so I'm looking forward to see. I'm looking forward to see where that goes. All right. All right so for our last, uh, uh, looks like about 15, 10, 10 15 minutes here. Um, we're looking at um, trailers, man. It's just a wealth of trailers. Every movie, um, every movie ever is coming out. Yeah, I know. It's just like every, every movie that ever came out is coming out it's again. It's coming out again. <laughs> so let's see. Let's let's recap all the trailers that have come out. So we've got uh, Batman versus Superman. That, that, that was um, that was the oh, no the Avengers one came out first, right? They they did Jimmy Kimmel the oh, week yeah. before it's, that. Uh, so, well, it's not Avengers. Captain America. Uh, Captain America Civil War. Captain America Civil War. Okay. Then we got Batman versus Superman. Then did you see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one came out? <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. Oh, I saw the, the picture you posted on, on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, uh, B-Box. Yeah. Or Steady. Uh, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Independence, Independence Day. Day two. What else? What else dropped? I know there's. Okay, let's start with let's start with uh, let's do like a, like let's, a minute on each. Let's do uh, uh, Civil War. What okay, do you think Civil War? So um. Uh, it's funny. I feel like I need to preface this with saying, like, if I, I I love movies, like I'll go see anything with comic book heroes in it, and I I I really don't like saying there's bad movies. There's movies I don't like enjoy, and I but if I go to the movies, I'm not having a good time either way. Like, you yeah, know, like uh, you talk about seeing Terminator Genesis, you're like, oh, it's awful. I'm like. Yeah, I mean it's probably a shitty movie. I'll watch it and I'll be like, "Oh, that was terrible," but I'm not gonna, you know. Oh no, it's, you, I still had fun. But at the same time, <laughs> if based on this rash of trailers I've seen, this this summer could be the death nail in superhero movies if these all flop. Can, can they flop? I I mean, I mean, I guess I guess I guess they can. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Like Ant Man didn't flop. Ant Man didn't flop. Yeah, and no one was like, "Who the right. fuck is Ant Man?" But like, this has got Captain America. Everybody you know from every movie except for Thor and Hulk are in this bad boy, right? But how many times? Like, like Avengers two was huge. Yeah, but then after once once the dust settled, people were like, uh, "Was it really that great of a movie? Like, do we do we really like?" I don't know. Did they justify its budget and all the you, marketing and all the all you know? Did you like uh, Winter Soldier? I did like Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is like probably my, my number Marvel one yeah. Marvel movie. Yeah. It depends on what mood I'm in. Guardians of the Galaxy and, and that one so flip back uh, and forth. So talk about specifically about the trailer. That is what I liked about the trailer is that those moments where Steve Rogers in his baseball cap yeah. and he's like doing like uh, the, the Days of the Condor, you know, like he's very um, like espionage, yeah. like on the run. Uh, I like that the aspect Russos, of it. The Russo brothers I, are back doing it. I love it. that. When the other superheroes start like jetpacking down into the scenes, I'm like, "Ooh, is this just fanfare?" Like, I'm like, "I, I love it." Yeah, you know, seeing them fight and that last scene where they're fighting is great. That looked great, but I, I, I want more Winter Soldier, Captain America scenes, yeah. and less Avengers two battle scenes. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel you there, and I wonder because there's not a giant army of robots, at least that we know of, right? There's no like, you know, Ultron army. I think that it's going to be a much closer movie. Like, even though Winter Soldier is, you know, there was giant, you know, uh, those giant helicarriers and stuff, it seemed like a real close movie. You know, there wasn't right. a giant menace like in 
Avengers or Avengers Two. No, yeah, he's on. It's an on the run movie. And this yeah. looks, this looks like a, he's on the run again. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, if you liked Captain America on the run and Winter Soldier, you're gonna like Captain America on the run and Civil, Civil War. War. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's gonna be good. Okay. Um. Then we got um. Uh. Batman vs Superman. So go ahead and you start on this. All one. right. Batman vs Superman. I saw the teaser trailer first. Yeah. Where it's the sequence where Superman lands in the bunker, right. everybody bows to him, he takes the mask off, and I was like, I don't want this movie. <laughs> I saw what that, about, and I was like... What about that scene that you uh, didn't like? I just, like, Superman doesn't have people bow to him. Right. Like, it just seems un-Superman. I was just like, I don't want a movie where they're angry with each other. And I know it's called Batman versus Superman, but, like, I want... I want them. I want fucking super friends, dude. There, I want- <laughs> there's um, speculation online that might be a dream sequence. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I heard, I read that and that made me feel a little better. But then I saw the whole trailer for Batman vs Superman. Oh. Lex Luthor's voice bugs me, but there was jokes. It was funny. Yeah, I liked. I like. I kind of people people thought that Jesse Eisenberg was like, the worst part of that trailer. I'm like, it's kind of my favorite part of the trailer. <laughs> I thought like I liked the lines. I just don't like the look of him because he's not bald Lex yeah, yeah, Luthor. You know what I mean? But I like the delivery of it. Oh, he I, will be by the end of that movie. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, that looked good. Uh, when Wonder Woman shows up and it's all three of them, I was like, "Yep." Wonder take, Woman looked good on money. screen. She looked yeah, good on screen. Yeah, she did. Uh, it was a little bit like, and Zack Snyder does this a lot in his movies. He washes everything out digitally. Yeah. Um. So it's it's not going to be Nolan. It ain't going to be Nolan. You're not going to see those hard lines in that real city. It's going to be they're going to wash some stuff out with some CG. Got to lay off the filters, man. Yeah. I know. Everybody's like this weird gray brown color. This was the at the same time I've been I've been. As people talk shit about Ben Affleck, I've been like, wait and see, man. He, looks, this, he is freaking – he is Bruce Wayne, he, dude. He looks like Bruce Wayne in the costume, though. I don't know. Like, it did, It wasn't ringing true. It, 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 maybe because I'm so used to, like, my other Batmans in the cowl. Yeah. Um, when he, I'm like, he looks kind of – like, when, he, when when they're trying to smash his, like, muscled face into, like, the I think the he looks cowl. a little pudgy. Yeah, he looks – it's just like – it's looks like he's very flexible. He's like he giant. He's yeah. giant. He's super huge. He's like he's giant huge. Batman. He's yoked. There's no <laughs> way that that character can like. They ha- they show him bouncing around, but they're just like that doesn't work physically. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's gigantic, like Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's huge. But when you see the three of them standing there, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, take my money. Yeah. I'm oh, seeing yeah. it. Oh, definitely gonna see it. And uh, and going in. For what it is, yeah. Going in for what it is, you uh, see the, I'm not looking. I'm not looking for them to compete with any other Batman. No. I just want to see. Like, let's see your take. Let's, yeah. What do you got? Uh, X Men trailer. Did you see it? Yes. This oh, is your, okay. this is your X Men yeah, movie. Okay. Dude. So I mean, I have never. I mean, the first X Men was great because that's all we had. Yeah. That's all we had, yeah. kids. You don't understand. <clears throat> Back in the day when they said they're gonna make an X Men movie, and you're like, <gasps> have you watched it since? <gasps> no, I don't want to. I don't think. I don't think it's as good. No, I know it won't hold up. And everything that followed after that, I thought X-Men 2 might be the best X-Men. But and that's even like – I wouldn't even say it's like you could do better. They can do better with X-Men. And doesn't this look so like – much. doesn't look like they finally figured out like – I feel like there's this Marvel movie effect on everything. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, we can make like a comic book movie? Like we can make like a dude from – an ancient god can come back and like – it, like everything seemed far more. It was like a Scott Summers, where like we can't control our powers. Like that's right, kick some ass. Like yeah. everything. Storm looked. Tell me, Storm didn't look rad. Yeah, yeah. The, the the I don't know. I thought the designs were. I thought they. I thought they might. You know, like it's great that we can put people and we can see Scarlet Witch. We can see these things. Uh, and some people are kind of like less afraid about putting them in their real original colors, yeah. the original costumes, original styles, but. I don't know. Next to the world that they were in, that was behind them, the things that we're seeing, they really stood out as being. They didn't. They didn't blend into their world. You know, like um, Iron Man somehow blends into that world. Like when he's in the costume, the weird black leather suits too much. Yeah, it just it just seemed like. I guess because I guess because the only shots you see of them are they're like they're in costume. They're like. Walking through like their except the for that sweet scene of uh, of uh, what's her name in the yellow in the yellow jacket, dude. You got uh, Jubilee, Jubilee, yeah, Jubilee Jubilee's in the yellow jacket. That's a, that's also that's her street clothes and her fighting clothes, right? <laughs> but I thought I thought like that was the only part where I'm like, I just I can can we get rid of those weirdo matching black leather outfits? But yeah. otherwise, you I, had I, Archangel I, looked good. Yeah. 
Archangel does look good. I think that's a, I think that's a good call. I, I will go see every X-Men movie. Even like if they made an X-Men movie that got his bad reviews as his last Fantastic Four movie, which is probably the only comic movie I haven't seen. I haven't seen that one, yeah. Uh, I would still go see it because it's X-Men and it holds a special place in my heart. I, this podcast would not exist today if, if it, it wasn't for X-Men. X-Men. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like this is the X-Men movie I've been waiting for, right? I liked First Class. I'm like, okay, I kind of like this retro take on it. I kind of like the building, but it was a little too... It was a little too like wink, wink, nudge, nudge with the with the time frame. It's great, Chris Claremont X Men. Yeah. yeah, and I but then I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed the Days of Future Past. I thought that was good. I really liked that one. It was a little darker than maybe I yeah. Then like I still I want I want some fun in it. Yeah. Um, but I think like a young you've got a young cast in this like in the eighties. You've got like young Jean Grey, young Cyclops, young Storm. And I'm in. I'm in. I think it's gonna look fun. So yeah, no, I, 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 I'll go see any XM movie. I just, I haven't bought any of them. I haven't watched any of them outside the theater since. I've got. X-Men I have too. Days of Future Past, and uh, I think I have X Men. I like how you still buy DVDs. Some of them are digital. Some of them are digital. Yeah. I have some stuff digital, and I have some stuff on Blu-ray. All right, we as we end the show here, um, uh, we're gonna skip Independence Day for right now, and we're just going to um, just. Uh, Celebrate the fact that Star Wars is coming out. Oh my god, dude! In a few days, I, it's a like few a few days, days man. How insane is that? Oh my god! Uh, it's, it's it's just snuck up. Like I know people have been saying, oh, uh, everywhere I turn on TV, is Star Wars, Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars. But it's like Star Wars merchandising. It's not like yeah, they're not throwing those trailers you know, in your face. That first trailer came out a year over a year ago. Oh my god, that was it went by so fast. It went by so fast. I because I was on. I have this this app called Time Hop, and it kind of shows you what you did in social media like a year ago. Two years ago, like shows your post. I'm like, I I cried about Star Wars like a year, like burr, 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 and like, oh, and now it's now it's it's here. It's here. It's, it's here. It's I'm here. so I'm so excited. <laughs> and you got your tickets for uh, uh, Thursday seven o'clock. All right, I am uh, Thursday nine o'clock. I so got, don't be tweeting shit. No, there, <laughs> I think that there is a, there better be. Nerds have a rule. Come on now, yeah. Nerds aren't going to ruin this yeah, for each but other. The, the but problem my, is everyone else in the world's going. My douchebag Facebook friends are probably going to ruin it for me. That's why. That's why I'm seeing it at seven, man. And I'm also. I don't think I'm going to get on it all that day because I know there's going to be screenings. Like my my uh, my brother-in-law is singing in Germany on Wednesday. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple ones. There's like one around here that's a Wednesday. One of the radio shows is giving away tickets to see it on Wednesday. I'm telling you, people, right now. I know it's the end of the podcast. You might not still be listening, but. Oh, don't. Do you don't ruin do it? it. I'm going to come after it. you. Don't do it. And if you know someone who does ruin it, like the day of, like before it even comes out for early release, yeah. give them shit. Let them know that's not okay. Um, so I'm giving finals on Thursday and Friday, right? So I have a final first hour and a final second hour. Third hour is my prep. So we have like an early release day. I am bailing as soon as the kids leave on early release. Grace, I'm taking my daughter, my 14 year old daughter. We're getting in the car. We are driving out there. We're waiting in line. For like six hours, dude. I don't even care. Yeah, you know there's gonna be a line. It's not like <laughs> yeah, I have I know, set I seats. I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna leave her there. I'm gonna get some Chipotle. I'm gonna bring it back. We're gonna eat fucking burritos in line. Nice, nice. And it's gonna be. Hopefully the weather will be nice. If it's cold like this I today, even, I don't care, dude. Yeah. I don't care. It's don't Star care. Wars, man. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to freeze for a couple hours because of Star Wars, yeah. I will do it because Star Wars. Because Star Wars. Because Star Wars. And we leave you on that one because Star Wars. I'm sure we'll have. Um, we haven't talked about it, but we. I'm sure we'll have a. Uh, um, Star Wars podcast. Star Wars yeah, podcast. And before this, we didn't get a chance to announce it, but we, it looks like we've we've kind of solidified uh, uh, the books that we're going to be reading for the next four. Uh, uh, yeah, probably trades. next couple months. So. Yeah, so I'll, I'll put those online. I don't know what order they're going to be, but we'll get those up online as soon as possible, so that way you can order them. Yeah, I'll tweet them out. Up with us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we still got to do our Why the Last Man podcast. Yeah, you we know, put that together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. And so until next time, Josh, you know what to say. Uh, we'll see you next trade. <laughs>